0: listening you're listening,
1: to... You're listening to, the, to the beer o'clock the beer o'clock show you're listening to the Beer o'clock show
2: it's beer o'clock and this is the Beer o'clock show bringing you beers from around the world around the country or for tonight from around Essex my name is Mark and joining me is an Essex boy himself Stevie hello Steve
1: all right mate how you doing
2: I'm all right how are you I'm fine thank you. Very good. Also joining us, the man behind this week's County Showcase focus on Essex is beer blogger and a man whose tasting notes were referenced in the Domesday Book is Justin Mason. Good Hello Justin. Gentlemen. How are you doing?
0: Uh, very well. Yourselves?
2: I'm doing all right, mate. So, we've got a, a bit of an Essex heavy show tonight. We've got four beers coming up, um, and Justin's going to run through throughout the show all about these beers. But just to go through what they are, we have Van Kenor from Brentwood Brewing, Brewers Gold from Crouch Vale, Xylanite from Meldon Brewing, and Hop Black from Wibblers Brewery. Um, now, Justin, this is kind of all referencing back to a series you've been doing on your blog about Essex beers. So, why don't you just kick off and let us all know what it's all about?
0: Sure. Well, it's um obviously I've been I've lived in Essex all my life. Um, and it's it's something that Essex is is how, obviously I feel very passionate about Essex beers, and with the rise in um, craft beer and uh, what's been happening in London, I think my eyes have been turned had were turned to the capital um, for for quite some time, um, but my heart's always been in Essex, and so what I've I've decided to do is um, this enough people living in london writing about london beers but concentrate on what's happening in my home county and i've looked about i've talked to lots of brewers um here there and everywhere people i look to talk to drinkers publicans just to get an idea of where we are and if any if any direction of where we're going um obviously essex is a, a big historic county it's um Home to the oldest, oldest recorded town in the in the UK, which is obviously Colchester, Camulodunum. Although there's no actual evidence of, of brewing it in there, um, we've been we were once. Um, quite a large um, hop growing area in the eight, late 18th century uh, we cultivated there were 650 acres of hops being cultivated in Essex uh, mainly centered around Braintree uh, which the wool trade and hops were sort of carried carried together as people were moving through they were cultivated but within um, 100 years or so that was down to 207 acres as, as Kent sort of took over um, obviously i don't know if lots of people are probably aware but essex was a much bigger county uh, prior to 1965 it went right into stratford um encompassing places like leighton and walthamstow um, all the way into what is now the heartland of some of the craft brewing in east london um and um one of the things obviously um, romford as well was important, the Iron Coop Brewery in Romford, a lot of people will have heard of, I remember growing up and the smell in Romford of the hops and the brewing process um, going on um, something interesting that I've found while I've been looking into Iron Coop is that it started as in 1908 as a the Starringham Brewery um, which was established by Mr George Carden however um, it was purchased in 1799 by Mr Edward Iron and a Mr Grosvenor um, but 17 years later, Mr. John Smith, John Smith took over Mr. Grosvenor's place and he left to form his own brewery in West London, um, taking with him the head brewer at the Star Brewery, which was a Mr. Fuller. And so they found a Mr. Turner and that became, uh, no, he was Mr. Turner. And that was a <laughs> Mr. he found Mr. Fuller and it became Fuller, Smith and Turner, which is now known as Fuller's Brewery. Which in West London. So the origins of Fuller's started in Essex, which is um, quite interesting. Um, the oldest the oldest brewery used to be um, alongside that one was Ridley's, closed um, well, closed by Green King. It was it was sold to Green King and then closed. Um, and the oldest brewery now in Essex um, started in is. In 1981, and that's the Crouch Vale Brewery, um, and that's the beer we're going to start off with. Is the Crouch Vale Brewers Gold? Um, this is this beer is 15 years old. Would you believe it's um, made with? I was gold hoping top. for a
1: fresh one. To be honest with
2: you,
0: it's 15 <laughs> years old. It's going to be a ah, bit Let's, let's say it's been brewed for 15 oh, years. Oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's on form. Yeah. it started off as a seasonal, um, summer seasonal for Crouch Vale, and um, it was so popular that it's now it's taken um, it's around about fifty percent of their their capacity that they brew um, Brewers Gold. Um, it won Champion Beer of Britain in two thousand five and two thousand six um it can be kept found on cask in many many places around the region um and it's a very very good and i hope hope you like it
1: it's um this is a beer we've done before not not on the show but um those those people that have followed everything that we've ever done um will will know that we've done this as a 60 second review for hours by mail um so it is a beer that the that Mark and I are quite familiar with, but it's nice to actually turn the spotlight on it and, and give it its own fifteen minutes of fame on the show proper.
2: Indeed. So it pours a lovely light gold colour, quite active coming out of the bottle.
1: Yep, it's, it's got a a lovely fluffy head on it as well.
0: It's um, it's a very very Light beer to look at, but I think um, when you taste it, it's, it's, it's quite, um, it's deceptively full-bodied. It's it's more full-bodied than than you perhaps expect.
2: Yeah, so this is a four percent pale ale. The, the the aroma on it is is it. <laughs> Dare I say it?
1: There's there's almost a Belgian quality to the aroma. It, it's kind of got that syrupy sweetness on the aroma. Not not so much the the, the, the the banana and and the cloves that you get from a Belgian beer, but it's got that syrupiness on it. There's maybe a little bit of um maybe a little bit of orange sherbet just just on the aroma there as well. But um have, have you guys both started tucking in already without me?
2: Yeah, Indeed get it, mate.
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. And cheers. Cheers.
2: cheers. It's got a lovely golden syrup. Sticky sweeteners at the at the front of it, and the flavors. I think
0: there's um, I pick up quite a lot of there's some grapefruit in there, um, whole grapefruit, and some blackcurrant flavors as well. If you mix the two together, and that's quite, it really showcases the Brewers Gold hop. I think better than any beer that has it has it in it. It's just this is probably if you're going to think about an Essex beer. I think probably this is the beer that most people will will think of and most people will have had. Um, The variant of this beer used to be um, the Brewer's Gold Single Hop in uh, Marks & Spencers. Um, Unfortunately, due to lack of sales... Um, and I can't think think why they don't, no longer no longer have this one. So Essex is no longer represented in in Marks and Spencer, Something I took up with them recently. Um, well, that's, that's but, really disappointing because that was um, that that was a good representation
1: of this beer. Like like most of the M and S beers are of their original counterparts.
0: I think because they're they're not um, exact copies. I think. Um, mns wanted more of a malt character from this don't quote me on that but it didn't sell so they dropped it which i'm yeah i'm disappointed but there you go but i could yeah i, could I
1: mean drink- there's, there's hardly any any malts coming through on this it's it's all the hop that's that, that's showcasing here um it is a really refreshing beer it's a really easy beer to drink as well at four percent um very much a sessionable beer this but there's lots of uh for me there's lots of citrus in in there at the beginning in the middle at the end um there's hardly any bitterness so to speak of but it's just got a lovely clean finish to it it's uh it's a real good um a real good supping beer this one
0: it leaves quite a good um, resonance of the hop character in your mouth after you've after you've swallowed it. it. It hangs around and you can almost chew it around in your mouth for some time.
1: So, so Justin, tell us. Um, obviously, you've selected. Four beers for tonight. That was the challenge that, that we set you when we we first started talking about the the Essex showcase. Um, and, and I know you had quite a time selecting the four beers that you wanted to feature. Um, what what made you settle on um, the Brewer's Gold from Crouch Vale?
0: I think because it is um, a beer that people will have heard of. Uh, that you can go come into Essex and. Without really looking too hard, you could probably find it. Well, I hope you could find it. Um, someone could point you in the direction. Um, it's it's in supermarkets. You can pick it up in Waitrose, for example. Um, it's it's in quite a lot of Waitrose stores. It's one of those beers that I think is, is accessible, whereas I think the other three tonight aren't quite so well-known as an accessible, but this is probably the beer that, for me, at any rate, says, um, I am an Essex beer.
1: Okay, and tell us um, just, just a little bit about the brewery as well. Give us a, a bit of background on Vale.
0: Sure, yeah. Well, as, as I said, it was founded in um, 1981 um, by two beer enthusiasts. It was um, Colin Bocken, who's still with the brewery, and Rob Walster. Um, Rob now uh, runs the Prince of Wales in Stow Mary's. I don't know if you've heard heard of that bub, but it's it's well. If you've not been, um, it's on the way to Burnham. Well worth a visit. Um, they quite often, um, I'm told, have um, if Brewers Gold is is delivered fresh from the brewery, um, it quite often sell out that night. That's how much people will travel and, and drink it there, and it will sell out that night. Um, it was it's been named it's named for the nearby River Crouch. Um, it's just outside Southwood and Ferrers. Um, It's a capacity of 5,000 barrels a year. Um, It's got, apart from Brewer's Gold, there are four regular beers, which are Blackwater Mild, Um, Essex Boy's Best Bitter, Yakima Gold and Amarillo, although they they have lots of um, seasonal specials. Uh, I don't know if you managed to have any of the Mosaic, which was released for the second time this year, but that was absolutely stunning it was real, really good showcase of the mosaic hop. And that, and it's something that, um, Crouchvale do exceptionally well is take a hop and put it in a beer and they will literally hop it to death, but you get all the character, but really you just get the essence of the hop and it's, they do it so well. I think it's down to the, the cold filtering and the way they treat, treat their bottles and treat their beer. um, but they're fantastic. It really is a fantastic brewery.
1: Yeah, I missed missed the mosaic, but the the one of theirs that I have enjoyed that they don't seem to have done this year is the one that they simply called Black, which was unsure whether it was an IPA or whether it was a stout or a porter, but it was just um, this cracking, citrus, hoppy, Black beer that um, I really, really enjoyed, and but I, I don't think I think they've possibly retired it now as a beer.
0: Yeah, I think they they did that. Um, they certainly they released it in cask and in bottles, but the cask was very, very limited, as were the bottles. I think uh, they just did it to play around, play around with the idea of it being this is not really a black ipa it's not really a a stout it's not really a porter. it's not really any of those things um it fell sort of almost slap bang in the middle of all of them um yeah and it was very very good but i think it was only um only a one-off which is a shame
1: yeah great shame Um, it's probably fair to to say that tonight we're, um, we're not drinking all of the beers that that we've got in front of us. We are just doing tasters. So I I don't know how you guys are getting on, but I finished my, I I did pour quite an extra large taster of, of the brewer's gold just to get me going. Um, and it's gone. Um, it's, it's left me with a lovely feel in my mouth and I'm ready for the others, but how are you guys getting on?
2: Yeah, I'm done with mine.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying more of mine. Uh, say it's a beer that I can drink um, several pints of. Um, in fact, local pub to me um, has it on permanently, uh, the old dog in Herringate, and it's always on good Fall. And this is the beer that my son can identify in a blind tasting. But there you go. <laughs> he <laughs> likes it so much. It's probably if you name his favourite beer. And just in case the, the any, any officers of the law are listening, there <laughs> he's not a regular beer drinker. Although we do allow him to have a little sip now and
2: then. He's more of a whiskey <laughs> man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we no, do, we do like gin. to start him young he's in it. <laughs> All right, before we get on to the second beer, let's have a have a little run around the table and see what everyone's been drinking in the last week. Let's start with you, Steve. Um,
1: Yeah, I've just... um, I, I finished off the last few beers from the, the, the Ebria Discovery box, so um, I had the Nelson oh. Sovin Saison, yep. the... the that you were talking about the other week. I really enjoyed that really showcase talking of showcasing hops really well. Um, that beer showcased it really, really well. Um, and I actually, for, for a Saison, I actually enjoyed it. So stop the press. Yes, I did just say that <laughs> I, I enjoyed a Saison. Um, other, other than that, Um, the only one that really stands out this, this weekend for me was, um, and I I may have mentioned this one before, the, the Buxton have got a new red IPA called Red Point, which is absolutely stunning. It's caramelly, it's piney, it's, it's full of slap you in the face hops. Um, just hats off again, um, to Buxton Brewery for producing yet another fantastic beer.
2: Cool. How about you, Justin? What have you been up to mate, lately? Um,
0: I've had a couple of beers that I'd like to mention that I've had um, over the past few days. Um, I managed to get hold of three um, Essex, Essex beers from the Hot Monster George's Brewery, who are not featuring tonight. Um, but I had their uh, their Freak Show um, Simcoe, uh, which is a, a Simcoe Pale Ale, uh, which is a bit of a cracker. Their Ella Hopped uh, Black IPA, so, a black IPA, but exclusively made with Ella Hops, which got a lovely um, toastiness up front and a good grapefruit background from the Ella Hop. And their snake oil stout, um, which I had, which is full of black currant, black cherry. It was a little bit flat, sadly, but licorice coffee and dark chocolate. Um, it really, oh, really. sounds like a gorgeous.
1: great combination.
0: It, it was absolutely fantastic. If it had had a little bit more oomph i think it would have been um exceptional but it was it was quite smooth as well so it really just slid down um it was one of those beers that oh you go oh, oh blimey it's gone and it's was, it was a large bottle so um yeah that was that was really good another one um was given to me was um another essex one is billerickey um brewing's clever trevor which is trevor's um New, newest brew it's an esb but it it tastes tantalizingly like a black ipa uh, lots and lots of hops again he's really hitting his stride with his hopping now um, it's really all coming together um, and i had a sneaky taste at the weekend of his christmas beer his black christmas black ipa and that's tasting seriously dry coffee so that proves to be uh, i think that's going to be a really good beer and a beer to look out for this christmas in essex
1: does it taste like cinnamon and other christmas spices no it doesn't
0: it hasn't got any christmas <laughs> okay. spices in it is a ble- it's purely a black ipa He brewed it with um, southeast camera um, southeast essex camera rather and um so that's going to be um out over christmas and i'm looking to brew a black ipa with him for the um Chelmsford Winter Beer Festival uh, but this one's going to have slightly higher ABV and we're going to be putting raisins in to up the fermentable sugar but so stay tuned for news on that
1: cool what, what, cool. what about you Mark
2: have you tucked into anything this week oh I had a big night on Thursday oh, oh yes yeah go on then <laughs> so um, people who follow me on Twitter and obviously who doesn't follow me on Twitter yeah um, I was asking about, there's a bar near London Bridge, or right on London Bridge, called The Hybrid, which is a Fuller's Bar. And I think it's relatively new. Um, it's right by the monument. Because um, I was going to go there with some work, workmates. And it's called a crafting um, craftin kitchen, basically. So in there, almost like a typical city place. You, know, you get a lot of suits in there, um, after about 5.30, 6 o'clock. But they have a great range of craft beers. So on the tap, it's pretty generic. So, well, you know, generic quote for a a craft beer place. They had Jaipur and tap. They had Beaver Town Quell. And those are the two that I kind of rotated against all night. But they also had a a good series or a good selection of cans and bottles in the fridges as well. So that was my Thursday night, going back and forth between Jaipur and Quell for six hours. That was pretty cool. Um and apart from that I had do you remember we got a, a batch of beer from Brewhive recently? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: they've been they've been the point of much discussion on yeah on, on Twitter recently.
2: Yes. <laughs> I had um I had the pale brew, which is their English Endeavour IPA, which is isn't that bad, but it's nothing to write home about. Um another one of the beers that my father in law kindly picked up for me thinking he was getting me some good craft beer maple moon from joseph holt have you guys had that before
0: yeah yeah that was yeah
2: so. yeah which is a, a nice clean ale lovely woody notes all the way through the middle of it um it's
1: fairly sweet from what i can recall as well i think
2: it is it got got a bit of nice sweetness to it yeah
0: and that's featured a few times in jd witherspoon's beer festivals i think that's one of the beers that occasionally yeah it's a regular isn't it up, yeah.
2: yeah oh cool um, and the other two that I had from the hybrid, which was Pale Fire by Pressure Drop um, and Little Creatures Pale Ale, which you can get anywhere, I'm sure. Um, and that was my week. So- that's, that's an
1: impressive Impressive week for you, mate. Um, just just want to mention while you're talking about Fuller's there, um, I'm going to try and do this as seamless as possible. Um, uh, a, a lot of people who would have listened to our little revisited spin-off um, recently, we put Fuller's Bengal Lancer out. Um, the good news is, is that that's actually their um, cask seasonal for December and January. So if you want to try and get yourself a pint of Fuller's Bengal Lancer on cask, your time is coming for, for that. So we were raving about it on the Revisited show about how great it would taste on cask. I'm certainly going to be searching that out over Christmas to try and find a pint of it.
0: So you inspired me to go and into Sainsbury's and pick up some bottles of Fullers following that um, episode. I you know, picked up some Bengal Lancer, um, some London Porter, uh, which I put into a, a long, slow-cooked chilli the other day. And that came out very, Ooh, very nicely lovely. indeed. Yeah, it was really, really good. And um, some bottles of the 1845 as well, which is a 6.6 per cent. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. So thanks for that. I, I hadn't had fullers oh. in a while and it's, oh, I like <laughs> this beer. I'm going to go and get some.
2: <laughs> cool. Let's get on to, speaking a bit. on to the second beer. Which yeah, this one is, is... this?
0: this is the Wibbler's Hot Black which is Black IPA now until recently we didn't have many Black IPAs in Essex uh, with Red Fox uh, Foxy Moron being one of the um, first ones that's a great beer if you ever see that particularly if you see it on cast. cast, um, I had the Hot Monster um, the other night the Yellow Black IPA um, and the Billeric Christmas Beer that's coming up so that's, that's the one that's coming up soon um, and this one um, so far which is the See the hot black. Um Wibblers started brewing in um two thousand and seven. Phil Wilcox started off on a home brew boot kit. Um but he upgraded the kit and at the Malden Beer Festival in two thousand and seven rather he um, entered a beer that he called Hoppy Helper, which is now part of the Wibblers Range. Um and it won beer at the festival. So that made him decide to go um full time be a full time uh brewer. Um he's um a beer academy credited beer sommelier and he was joined for a bit by Nigel Sadler who's who's just um moved on actually. Um the beers are extremely popular um around the region and they're one of the few beers that do um craft keg in I think one of the only um I think Bridget, the only other brewery that do one uh, with Essex blonde and uh, Odyssey which is a premium lager uh, that you can find and I think the dengue IPA is now available on keg um, this like um, this beer like the Brewers gold was um, originally released as part of a head Brewers premium range um, but again it was it was so popular um, that it became a permanent addition. it's got a um, cascade hops us cascade hops and they're added at five different stages throughout the brewing process for this beer so i hope you enjoy it
1: okay well in in the glass it's i don't want to be picky but it's not really black it's it's more dark red um, but it has got a lovely, great, big fluffy head and it's a very lively bottle as well, which is a, which is a good sign of the, um, the bottle conditioning as well, because camera says that this is real ale. It's got a logo on the bottle and everything. This one, um, this is, this is proper beer from, from the regions. Um, yeah, on, the, on the nose, I'm not really getting a lot of the hops. Um, get, struggling to pick up anything really on the nose, but think- on, on. Go on.
0: Go on. I I, let my, I poured mine um, a little earlier, so I poured mine bef- while, while we were just talking about the beers coming through because I knew I was going to read that bit, and I'm get I I didn't get anything at all. But now the head settled down. I'm getting a lot more of the of the hop coming through. Yeah. There's some
1: first lot- first thing I thought on the flavour was licorice. That the, the minute I tasted it, that was the thing that that, that really struck out for me followed by um, a real strong bitterness. Um, there's not a huge amount of body in this, but let, let's bear in mind it's a 4% beer. Um, and it, that would suggest to me that I, I'm going to take a punt on this on cask would be stunning. Um, I, I'm not sure it's working as well in the bottle.
0: And I can tell you it is. it is exceptionally good. You get more of the hop character. Um I'm getting some sort of like bit of roastiness and probably caramelised meat. Um, I think the dominant flavour for me is, dare I say it, soy sauce. Don't if you're getting any of that.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't know if I'm getting it, but it, I think it's the colour of soy sauce. And, and And that might be playing... If 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 it can play an illusion with your mind, with your taste buds, I'm not sure. But I'm I'm, get, I'm I'm really sadly not getting any of the roasted flavors. I'm getting none of that off of it. What I'm getting is a really uh, a fairly bitter beer. Um, I think if you were to to close your eyes, you wouldn't know what color this beer was. Um, yeah, I'm. What about Mark? What about you, mate? Are you are you getting anything much else off this? I'm I'm wondering if I've got mine too cold. Or, or, well, or not, because mine's, I'm, I'm disappointed.
2: Yeah. Mine's, only, mine's been out of the fridge for about 40 minutes. Um, I'm getting some coffee notes, some roasted notes coming in there. Like you're saying, there's not much body to it. But again, again, like you say, it's only 4%. Uh, it's a decent beer, though. Um, I'm not getting much more than that, though. There is a, the bitterness doesn't hang around too long, but it's there long enough to get some value from it.
1: I'm, I'm going to have to come back to this. I think. I think. I've, I yeah. think I've got mine too cold because it's just kidding. From, from what you guys are saying there, I should See, be getting, getting more flavours out more of this. Getting more
0: grapefruit now. Yeah, I'm getting more and more grapefruit on the nose now, as it's warming up in my hands. An awful lot more.
2: I'm I'm, I'm, anything on the nose?
0: I'm definitely coming back to it.
1: Uh, I think a little bit later on because I, I, I wanted, I wanted, I want to find some of these flavors that you're talking about because I'm really excited about what you're saying, and and all, I, all I'm getting at the moment is cold fizziness.
0: Really, you see, I'm, I'm getting more and more. The aroma is really, really hitting me now. It's, it they <sighs> can't all work, can
2: they?
0: <laughs> Well, no,
1: but that's, that, that, Justin, that's why I want to come back to it, mate, because I feel as though I'm not doing it justice. And, you you know, again, you've taken time to select these beers as a representation of of what the county can offer, Um, and and I want to make sure I come back and give them a go.
0: Well, I think, actually, you can, a good place to be will be to visit it after the next beer, because it does contrast uh, with this one. So, after the, um, the Malden, the Zyla Knight, um, you'll see. So this is a very different beer, indeed. This is a very, the next beer is, is quite a, quite a different beer. Um, so we're now up to. I want to just interject here. We're now up to thirty-one breweries in um, Essex. Oh wow! With Mister um, Mr., Mister Watts's his brewery, um, I think it's available now in the um, in. Colchester in the Victoria I think is his latest session bitter I believe is is available there with a porter to come maybe next week and um there's the Moody Goose um brewery which is opened recently which is in the King William the Fourth pub in Braintree so there are two new breweries adding to the 29 that since I wrote my introduction on the website in March, so it's good to see that we've got two new breweries. We've had um, one that I didn't mention, that what is now closed, is uh, is Whittam Whittam Brewery that was going from 2012 uh, at the Wallpack. It's near you, Steve. Do you know where the Wallpack is?
1: I I don't actually. I've got to I've got to admit I, I don't oh, I frequent Whittam that often.
0: It wasn't it wasn't that well known a. Uh, a brewery they only had one beer as far as I can gather which is called A Beer With No Name which is incidentally is a name that has been taken up um, quite rather on it by um, Ricky Brewing so but not the same beer um, yeah but apparently that was wound down some a little while ago and finally closed off and mothballed um, in spring this year um, but it's encouraging to know that we've got um, quite a lot of brewers brewers and breweries out there 110 entries for Essex in the Good Beer Guide, um, which is no bad thing, although there are far more good pubs than that would lead you to believe. Um, again, I'll pick out Whittem as an example. Um, the pub that makes it in in Wittem is the um, Wetherspoons. Uh, whereas, really? you and I know, we went up, yeah, <laughs> yep. when we went to the White Hart, how good was the beer in there just before we went yeah. to the beer festival?
1: Yeah, I mean I mean the thing for me that sets that sets the white heart apart is, is they've got this kind of what they call a cask bar innovation which is basically they've got I think it's eight eight or ten kegs that are all on gravity stations in, in a chilled unit um, or, or, or a refrigerated unit so it's at perfect temperature and, and they rotate those beers on and you can you can get them poured straight from the cask and it's what what makes it stand out for me, is that this is a Green King pub as as well that's doing this, and they they're not all Green King beers. They're beers that uh, come from all over the county and all over the country. So if if you do ever find yourself in Whitam, make your way to the White Hart and give the give the cask bar a go in there because it's well worth a visit.
0: Yeah, I would second that. Is um, in fact, we've got lots and lots of lots of great pubs. If you think where where we have in our um. Essex Bottle Share in their House in Chelmsford. How good Chelmsford is for beer now. Colchester's good for beer. Um, so we're, we're we're catching up. We need a we need a centre that's going to hit it. Yeah, but we're getting there. We're getting there.
2: <laughs> well, before we get on to the third beer, Stevie, have you got some news for us, mate?
0: Yeah,
1: some, some quick news this week, mate. All right,
2: here's some quick pips.
1: Beep, 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 beep. Okay, so Halcyon's been voted Europe's top beer. Of course it has, because <laughs> it's the best beer in Europe. Um, Did you have all the votes? It, I, I, I didn't vote at all, which is which is probably the interesting thing. But this was uh, on... Um, a new website and app would pint please um, and this was a study that was done by Anglia Ruskin University so keeping it with tonight's theme Anglia Ruskin University is based in Essex um, from um, votes that have been cast across Europe, Halcyon came out at number one um, as the best beer in Europe. I'm going to say no more because it's fact. Um, the second uh, news, news item this week is Diageo has launched Hop House 13 Lager, which is a 5% ABV double hot lager brewed with Guinness yeast. Um, to target premium lager drinkers and i can exclusively report that it's as shit as you imagine it will be because i tried it the last time i was in dublin i wouldn't go out of your way to drink it but if you do <laughs> want to give it a try it's called hop house 13 and it will be available in most green king and Stonegate pubs that's the news
2: <laughs> very good all right well i won't be racing out to try that one then uh Beer number three, Justin. You want to do the, do the honours, mate?
0: Sure, yeah. Beer number three comes from the Malden Brewery, um, known as Farmers, after its founder Nigel Farmer. Uh, Malden's on the Blackwater estuary, um, it's it's a popular pool, um, lots of people visit there um, to go sailing and so on and so forth. Um, this particular beer is xylonite, which is. Described as a strong golden ale, named after one of the um, ships that or boats that is in the uh, port there. It's a sailing barge. It's a Thames sailing barge, Zylonite. It's 88 years old. Um, Nigel started the uh, brewery, as I said, in 2002 uh, at the rear of the Blue Boar Hotel in Malden. Um, he started it was an early retirement project for him um and all the beers can be found on gravity dispense at the bar there if it's um open it was undergoing a major refurbishment last i was there but never fear you can still find the beer in the farmer's yard micro pub that they recently opened in the high street that i wrote a little piece on so um and you'll find um nigel there uh, quite often um serving serving in the micro pub itself um one area of interest for any u.s listeners that you have is that um george washington's great great grandfather lawrence washington is buried in all saints churchyard at the top of the hill in malden so there you go. So this is, as I said, it's a strong golden ale brewed with the Ella hop, and it's part of their sailing barge series, which they they feature a series. Um, last year they did one on um, aircraft squadrons, Essex aircraft squadron. This year they're featuring barges nearby, and this is the xylonite.
2: And at seven point four percent, this is taking my eyebrows off. Just trying to sniff it. This is proper boozy.
0: If you there's an initial you get quite a yeasty whiff when you literally open the bottle. Uh, once you pour it into the glass, glass that will um, that will disappear, and you'll get quite a syrupy, boozy, boozy, yeah. orangey nose.
2: Mm-hmm. Quite strong. Anyway, let, let's uh, yeah. get tucked in, boys. Cheers. 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 So I, can, I, can, I can
1: see what you mean about the, the smell. It's, it's almost on the verge of being off-putting, but if, yeah. if you stick with it and you work with it, it, it kind of comes through. You get a little bit more fruit from there, a little bit more citrus on it. On, on the flavour, I mean, this is this is one of the, probably out of the four beers tonight, this is the one that I was really looking forward to, probably just because of the ABV on it, and it, it was kind of up in the stakes a little bit. I think on on the flavour... I would never say this was a 7.4% beer. It's it's really easy on on the mouth feel. You get lots of lots of different flavors coming through. It is a little bit syrupy. There's again there's some orange in there, there's some citrus, um, but it's got a fairly soft finish to it as well.
2: Well, I'm I'm getting a boozy burn around the edges, but in the middle it's really smooth and like you say it's quite syrupy and quite gentle if you can ignore the boozy edges. <laughs>
0: get some
2: it's interesting
1: yeah now you say that it it is literally just around the edges of the tongue as well that you get that
0: boozy burn yeah get some orange barley sugar um it's very see I've, i've read reports of this with its its bitterness um being quite apparent in on cask but i'm not getting any of that bitterness not really at all it's quite smooth very drinkable as i say the alcohol's round the edges, um, but the syrupiness sort of squashes it and makes you want to go back for more. This is a very, very drinkable, dangerously drinkable beer.
1: Oh, absolutely, and it's it, it kind of because because I've been to the uh, the micro pub that you mentioned in in the introduction to this this brewery, Justin, and and, and that place is on, on its own just a place to behold. It's like it's like sitting in your mate's front room and and having a pint and and that's the size of it as well when we say it's a micro pub it quite literally is the size of your mate's front room um and all their beers are on offer there and they're all fresh and they're all freshly pulled as well and and this has got exactly the same taste as the couple of pints that i had when i was in there it it tastes like it's straight out of the cask
0: with um Malden, as well, if you you head out to Malden when this show goes out on the Friday, which is the 30th, um, the other Malden brewery, Mighty Oak, uh, which used to actually be based in Brentwood, um, the Mighty Oak brewery is um, opening their own micro pub at the top of the high street. So, yeah, I saw that two the other day. Micro pubs. I went
1: past it. Yeah malden's malden's becoming a hotbed for uh, micro pubs. There'll, there'll be a malden mile soon <laughs> before we know what's what's going
2: on where, well
1: where I don't, there's, these craft a, there's a few good pubs there as Essex. well so
0: yeah it's it's well worth it's well worth a look if you're down there sort of it's it's great we quite often go there um, for a stroll stroll out um to the headland there um, look out over the blackwater estuary there's a big playground for for kids my kids are a little bit old for it now Uh, but in the summer there's a a water park Uh, you can sit by the boats and have a beer or three Um, yeah and it's well worth a look
1: I think also just to carry on uh, linking our shows together this season, those of you that would listen to Lee Hammerton talking at the end of last week's show spoke about how he gets his oysters for their oyster stout from Malden as well. Um, so just just brings it all together nicely as, as Essex just slowly becoming the brewing and beer capital of the country.
0: Well, um, uh, Malden actually Brewery do a fantastic... Um, oyster stout i did consider it was one of the beers that i considered going with tonight but i was thinking that with the hot black and maybe maybe not i want to do a stout but i've kept i i kept with this this strong golden um after after tasting it and i thought yeah this is the one i want to run with because i really really enjoy this beer it's it's not like i can't say oh it's like so and so beer it's one of those beers that i can't Picture with the with the yellow hop in it and the strength and the syrupiness and the oranginess coming through. I can't think of another beer like this that I've had.
1: No, I've got no point of reference here. I, I've I've got nothing that I can compare that to that I've ever drunk before. It's it's really quite unique in, in that way.
0: Mark, thoughts?
2: I don't like it. <laughs> if it didn't have that boozy burn to it I think it would be a really nice beer because I love the stickiness and the smoothness of it but the booziness kills it for me but I've never been into really boozy beers so there you go if you love your boozy beers then <laughs> check this one out See, I'm getting
0: less and less of it the more I drink it so that booziness, but Mine's probably at slightly warmer temperature. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I've 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 had to put mine to one side for the time being, and I've I've just um quickly dived back into the hot black as well, so I wanted to give that another go and. Um, I'm getting a little bit more of the flavours coming through that you guys were talking about. I'm not going to say, oh, I can suddenly taste everything because I can't. Um, it has warmed slightly. It's aired slightly. There's a few more flavours coming through. Um, much more of the citrus and, and the pine coming through now. I'm still not picking up any of the roasted flavours on, on that. Um, but it is turning into quite a nice beer. And, and I've, got, I've probably got a good half a bottle left, which is probably going to get hammered after
0: the show. We're gonna go cool. through loads of these after the show. Excuse my strenuous as I try and with the cork <laughs> out of the, the next beer. There we go. Damn right. it.
2: Well, let's all try and undo this. This next beer is basically like a wine bottle. It's got the foil top Long um, longtime listeners will know how much Steve and I struggle with these types of bottles. Um, so while we do that it's, it's a cork, it shouldn't be too tough. <laughs> well, last time we had one of these bloody ages. Um Steve,
1: Instagram yes. of the
2: week, mate. Do we have one? Yes,
1: hang on, hang on. Um, oh, there we go. Um, yes, the, the Instagram of the week this week. Um, prize this prize. Great big box of nothing. There could be only one this week in Halloween week. Picture after picture themed with Halloween and pumpkin beers, all featuring a different range of Lego characters, Mr. Beer Farts, step up and collect your great big box of nothing. You are this week's winner of the Prize This Prize. That picture is up on our Instagram feed. It's also in tonight's show notes. And if you want to enter your own picture for the Prize This Prize, put it up on Instagram and tag it with cheers, guys. And if it catches my eye, your very own great big box of nothing will be winging its way to you.
2: Very good. Now, this next beer is in a big old wine bottle type bottle. It's got cork and everything, foil top, 7.7%. Tell us a little bit about this beer, Justin.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, this is, and I'd like to thank, um, very much need to thank before we start anything, uh, Roland for giving us these beers. Um, this is a 750 bottle, it's the Van Canner. Um, it's commissioned by Roland um, to celebrate the birth of his first grandchild um, Van Canner is people will know him as Roland Canner if you're familiar with the brewery but it's the full and proper name um, ever since the outbreak of second world war when the second world war they dropped the van from the name um, so it's a limited run of a thousand bottles it's a triple fermented beer with um, beer wine and champagne yeast uh, it's hand riddled and turned, as a champagne would be. It's um, comes in a corked cage bottle, um, and it's a, something. It's a, it's a bit special. Um, this was the last beer um, that Sophie Durand, who now works for Muntins, on their experimental um, brews, she was the last beer she, she brewed uh, with Brentwood Brewery. Um, it's based. Um, I don't know if people are familiar with the beer called Deus, uh, which is a, a belgian beer which is sent over to um, france to champagne region to be have the champagne treatment to it um it's it's a bit special is this it's, it's a bit special
1: I'd just like to um, echo your thanks to the brewery, Justin, because as you say, they did supply us with a beer to do tonight. Um, Before we tuck into this, I'd also like to thank you for supplying the other beers to us as well tonight, Justin, because you did source these. Uh, Apart from the Brewer's Gold, which despite what you said at the beginning as to how widely available it is in supermarkets, I searched all over fucking Essex. And you think I could find the thing? (laughs) No. Um, But I eventually eventually did find it. So, um, yeah, thanks to you and thanks to Brentwood Brewery for this it looks lovely in the glass it's got loads of fizz running out the side it's got a bubbly head um it almost looks like champagne in the glass it's dark it's a lovely amber color the aroma is all over the place i'm getting all sorts of this aroma i just can we just dive into this because i'm really excited about this beer yeah
0: while you dive dive in i'll just tell you a bit about uh brentwood brewery as well um Cheers, local to me. Cheers, guys. Um, they've been brewing commercially since 2006. Uh, formed after a competition in a pub, where the founders David Holmes and Roland Cannon decided they would uh, could brew a beer better than they had been drinking. Um, they now are on Callcott Farm. Um, they've run national acclaim from Siba. Um, Roland's son Ethan is um, now the the head brewer after sophie left and he's he has taken up the um, elephant school range which you may see out and about and working on some really good and exciting new beers um i recently i was very lucky to go over there and spend the afternoon with them recently um very candid um about what they do where they're going um their views on beer um i had a really good afternoon and good interview and if you want to see that that's up on my blog um, now so what are your thoughts
2: steve you go first mate uh, it's
1: it's I, I know why you've done that you get um because it's it's ridiculously complex i've, I've got to say this <laughs> Um, the, the aroma is all over the place. The flavors all over the place. Um, my best shot at the aroma is peaches and cream. That's that's as far as I can go with what I've got going on in there. On on the flavor, it's simply stunning. You, you get an initial mouth of fizz. Once that dies down, you get a little bit of the 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 strongness of the beer hits you. And then there's a wave of what can only be described as like a as, as, as a Belgian strong beer comes through uh, again, not talking bananas and cloves. We're just talking, you, you know, that real strong, strong Belgian beer profile you get from something like Develle. Um, it's it's incredible. It's um, yeah, beer, wine and champagne, yeast all mixed together in a glass. It's um, probably everything you could want from that combination.
2: Yeah, it's quite venous on the nose. You're getting kind of hints of champagne and stuff coming through on that. Um, Lovely active mouthfeel to it. Again, it's quite boozy, especially, you know, it's coming through with those white wine notes, I think. Um, I can't get much more beyond that other than knowing that it's a beer rather than a glass of wine.
0: There's lots of, um, I'm getting fruity peach and allspice. In the background, on the aroma, and lots of honeyed peach juice uh, flavor with there's uh, white pepper um, and coriander, and it's it's quite warming actually to a certain degree, and it just lingers forever. This beer, or I yeah. absolutely yeah. adore it. This is the I, beer I'm that just, I'm. I'm chuffed. I, I'm chuffed
1: that I called a flavor before you
0: did. I,
1: I called <laughs> I, I called peach first i'm you know i'm having that i'm gonna hang my hat on that and quite (laughs) happily sit back and enjoy the rest of this and and let you finish your description of it mate
0: it's is this is the beer that i'm having on christmas morning um deus the beer i mentioned is i've had on a couple of occasions um this is the beer that for me i don't need to open a bottle of champagne i can have this beer um share it round. um it's not, it's half the strength of a bottle of champagne. It's only, it's only 7.7%. Um, but it's just, it, this says I'm celebrating. And this is, this was the essence of the beer itself in how it came about. It is a celebration beer. Um, yeah, it's not cheap. Um, but now you can see why. I hopefully it's coming across the size of the bottle. I know that you mentioned it in your show. Um, a little while ago um last season about the cost of this beer um but you can see now with the effort the time that's gone into it um how well it's crafted how complex the flavors are why this beer is at the price point and it is li- it is limited there are only a thousand bottles uh, why it's at the price point that it is
2: what's the to, price to of it fair, again mate,
0: 29.99 okay it's, a, it's, a, it's a, if, you, if you see it as a celebration beer, then you can understand <clears throat> understand why it's at, at there. Because if you're in a restaurant um, and you were having a celebration, that would be a cheap, dare I say, a cheap glass of champagne. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas that would all be fizz up your nose and gone. This has got far more depth, far more complexity than for Me, the best champagne could ever have.
1: I, th- I think, with that re- in, in that respect, if, if you were out with a group of mates, three or four of you, and you saw it on the menu and you were like, you know what, let's we're going to split that, we're all going to go in on that, it, it's well worth the buy. And I think, also, from the point of view of you, you mentioned earlier, Justin, we do the bottle share uh in Chelmsford I I think if we were to put this to him and say look guys if 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 we all put a few quid in we can get a bottle of this we can all have a good glass of it as well for for what you're paying and actually it's a beer that would go down really well
0: yeah I'm trying to get um Roland to come along to a to a bottle share um I think at the next one we're going to have um Ian from um the Essex Brewery Company. I think he's coming down um, and get more Essex brewers involved. One thing that I have found, and this is very strikes me as very very odd, is that talking to Essex brewers, they don't actually talk to each other um, about what they're doing and what they're producing um, for fear of giving out any secrets and so on and so forth. Um, if you're listening, Essex brewers please talk to each other. You're producing some fantastic beer and I'd like to see some collaborations and some Essex bits and bobs going on. So I hope you are listening and I hope you're taking note because keep going in the way you're going because you're doing it right.
1: It's, it's interesting you say that because I, I'd say that this this is very much a golden age for collaboration in, in beer and it's, it strikes me as being strange of, of what you just said there, that you've got a brewing scene in Essex, which is clearly thriving, but but yet the brewers aren't working together to kind of push those boundaries. And, and I know in the early days of, of the blogs that you were writing about the scene in Essex, Justin, you were saying that that's all you want them to do is you want them to stop producing traditional beer and start just experimenting a little bit more. And And, and do you see that? happening more now or are they still afraid of experimentation
0: well one thing that i hear quite often is that the um speaking to publicans publicans are frightened that these beers won't sell um because anything over 4.2% they say is or well, can't go with it we've got to have a golden ale we've got to have this we've got to have we've got to have that now clearly drinking some of these beers, you can see that two of them are over it and they w- would sell rather well in lots of places, I, I would say. Um, now, the Essex, the Essex region is, uh, the only thing that really covers it is Cebus, I see of Independent Brewers, and that, that area is East Anglia. So that tra- um, travels all the way up from Grimsby, uh, all the way up there, all the way down to Brentwood, which could be a three-hour or so journey to cover everyone in that region. They have tried to do smaller, uh, smaller meetings, but they're just just not getting it together. Um, I think if they came together as as Essex Brewer, almost an Essex Brewer collective, I think we could see see some see some big changes. There are there are, as I say, they are trying different things. Uh, Wibblers did a um, spontaneously fermented beer. Uh, I don't think it was last year or the year before. Um, that was quite a, a limited edition one, and you see, you see them here and there, but you really have to look out for them, and and they go quickly and they are successful. So I'd like to see, like to see more of that, but there is always a place for a good traditional uh bitter so it's about the balance between the experimenting and the other thing and that's why for example Brentwood who we're drinking now um look out for uh, white elephant coming soon from under the um elephant elephant school um uh, table which you get which should be um ethan's working on a white mild which having seen him recently he knows where he's going with it so that'll be coming pretty soon and i know they've got some of their chalkwork orange aging in spirit casks so look out for that as well coming cool. in
1: um, Christmas time. having had the chalkwork orange um yeah that would work really well as a barrel aged beer um that's that's one that i'll look forward to to, to searching out when it comes out i think um so f- final thoughts on, on on this beer i think because i'm i'm nearing the end of my glass i'm still really enjoying it it's, it's having an effect on my my speech I, I can't get my words out i'm enjoying this beer um it, it's syrupy it's sticky it's sweet there is almost like uh it's almost like a hint of golden syrup going on in there um it's got a lovely clean finish to it that the, the fizz in it is is still hanging around in the glass i've still got a little bubbly head i've still got a lot of life in it and and that's just tickling tickling the palate as well as it goes down um, i've really enjoyed this beer it's been a it's been a real treat to finish on um, mark what about you mate
2: uh, i think if it's a little bit lighter Alcohol wise, I'd be enjoying it a lot more, but I can I can see what it's trying to be, or what it is rather. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not i I'm not a big fan of these beers that have quite a vinous overhead, and that's kind of off putting for me. When I, when I was sniffing it, I was thinking, oh, this is this might be a little bit season-y. Um but unfortunately, it's not. But I can. I can definitely see this as a beer that you would sit down and you would just sip over the course of, you know, an hour or so with your friends. And, you know, at this, you know, 30 quid a bottle is one that you would probably share out amongst a group of people um, and really get the value of it from that. So I can't, you know, I can't dismiss it just because I don't like the Venice over- overtones to it. Out of the four,
1: it's it's tough to call between the, the, the brewer's gold which is 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 a solid really enjoyable sessionable be sessionable beer and and this one which is the complete other end of the spectrum um in terms of its flavor profile and everything that it's doing i think in terms of accessibility and if we're talking about the the, the, the Essex Brewers showcase being about making these beers accessible to the general public then i've got to go with the brewer's gold because it's supposedly widely available um, <laughs> And it's uh, probably a price point that most people could afford, whereas I think that the Van Canoor is, is, is an absolute luxury. And we've just been very, very lucky to try this beer on the show.
2: I will repeat those comments, basically. Brewers Gold for me, home run. But the Van Canoor is promising something special if you fancy just sitting sitting back in front of a fire and having a nice, luxurious beer.
1: So, so Justin my, my final question to you would be um in a single paragraph sum up the Essex brewing scene right now
0: um I think we're going somewhere uh where are we going I don't know yet but with and no cajoling for me um they're all trying to think outside. the People are trying to think outside the box, trying to do things a bit different. Um, as I say, there there is a space for the traditional and the adventurous. There, uh, probably the more adventurous stuff, for the time being, will be in bottled or limited quantities, so or beer festivals and so on and so forth. I'd like to see some keg at beer festivals or breweries running their own beer festivals but um wibblers will soon be opening their own tap room um brentwood brewery have their own tap room now that you can go along and drink and drink their beers as i say so this is something that you can see billerickey have have their micro pub so this is something that whereas they can't they've not been taken in pubs they will they are willing to go forward and open their own tap rooms to showcase the beers so you can go around and drink essex beers i am aware this is a long paragraph come into essex not not for you and drink the beer yeah it's not like (laughs) me is it no come into essex drink the beer please or and if if you want connections with for any of these breweries or the brewers um, one brewery I haven't mentioned is Saffron Walden um, up in um, Saffron Brewery up in Saffron Walden good blokes producing some excellent beer as well uh, there's Hope Brewery Ian's breweries are, um, so John's breweries are excellent there so we've got lots and lots of breweries all over the county producing some fantastic beer if you want connections or links into those breweries please just let me know I can put you in touch with the people if you see a beer that you you're interested in let me know and I'll try my hardest to get hold of it for you
1: well thank thank you justin and thank you for putting these beers together to tonight and for giving us an, giving us an opportunity to trial something that we hope will become a, a as, as a regular feature as the homebrew specials each season so um just before hand back to mark just just to say that we, we really value the listener feedback at this point and if you've enjoyed this essex brewery showcase this week let us know because we do have other bloggers around the country that are interested in doing a similar sort of thing we've got um rachel from sussex is keen we've got people from the midlands that are keen miles is keen to do something from the northeast if this is something you want to see us do every season and if this is something you want to listen to let us know because um it's only gonna be based on your feedback as to whether we go forward with this idea or not
2: indeedy And don't forget, you can get your beers from ales by Mail, beautiful beers, beer merchants, Andy Breer, who all now offer a 10% discount to Beer O'Clock Show listeners on any beers from their websites. Check out all the details on our beer list page. You can find us online at beeroclockshow.co.uk, on Twitter at beeroclockshow, on Instagram at beeroclockshow, Steve is on Untapped at Beer Show Steve, I'm on Untapped at Beer Show Mark, and I'm on Twitter at Beer Show Mark Justin Mason. Is on Twitter at 1970s boy, the random bloke off Twitter.
0: Could I just add, you can also find me at Beer in Essex as well.
2: That's right, um, which is another one of your little projects. It what's is. What's your main website address?
0: Um, is Get Beer Drink Beer, which you can find at MasonJust.blogspot.com.
2: Very good, Stevie. What's coming up next week, mate? Um, next week we're going
1: from one end of the country to the other but we are staying with the traditional as we are going to feature the most chocolatey stout that you're ever likely to come across
2: it is Sam Smith's chocolate stout I'm looking forward to that one Justin thanks for joining us this week mate and bringing all that you brought to this episode
0: it's been my pleasure thank you ever so much for letting me showcase Essex beers
2: and Stevie until next week
0: been the highlight
1: of my week
2: and mine bye bye